Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am KK the Human. And I'm Laura, also the human. This is Chapter 2.24, Heat Signature, bordered by Echo Castuera and Tom Herpick. In this episode of Come Along With Me, Finn and Jake have a fantastic time learning to be vampires. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. Marceline has never seen the movie Heat Signature, so Finn and Jake come over to remedy that. Her three ghost friends are also at her place. When Finn and Jake try to sit on Marcy's couch, they find it unbearably uncomfortable. Marceline and the ghosts don't notice because they all just float. Finn and Jake confer and ask Marceline to turn them into vampires so they can float too. Marceline and the ghosts figure they can prank the heroes, so Marcy pretends to bite them. First, she tricks them into thinking they can suck the color red out of thing. The next vampire initiation ritual is learning to be invisible. While Finn and Jake think they are, they mess with Lumpy Space Princess in the woods. The ghosts seem to be more interested in hurting Finn and Jake than simply messing with them. The next ritual is kicking the heroes for fun. Marceline gets angrier and angrier at her ghost friends, but doesn't interfere until they tell Finn and Jake to jump off a very high building to their deaths. Marceline turns invisible and catches them, making them think they can actually fly. The ghosts invite Finn and Jake to their house. Unbeknownst to the heroes, they are planning on sucking their guts out through their brains. Marceline makes them promise they won't actually go to the ghost's house. And they do, but then they show up anyway. The ghosts begin the gut-sucking ceremony. Finn and Jake realize they were getting messed with and aren't actually vampires. Marceline arrives to apologize for the whole thing, but she can't actually save them. Vampires can't beast ghosts. It's a rock-paper-scissor thing. Finn and Jake bemoan the fact that all this came about because they wanted to be comfortable watching Heat Signature. The ghosts pause, clearly interested in the movie. Cut to Marceline's cave, with everyone watching the film. Finn and Jake can't get comfortable on the couch, but at least they can get the guts sucked out of their brains. <laughs> Quick note before we begin. Some places like Wikipedia, for example, will list Heat Signature as the end of season two instead of uh, the 24th episode overall. But the uh, DVD I mean, the collection... Fi- the final two episodes make more sense. Yes, and the and the DVD collection lists this one as the 24th episode and not the 26th. So we decided it just makes more sense to record it this way. So anyway, that's where that we decided to do it this way because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. Yeah, so next week we're watching one from the 8th season because we do whatever we like. <laughs> that's a lot. It's going to be a 2.25 Mortal Folly. <laughs> hey, Marceline okay. episode though, that's exciting. Yeah, um, and listen, I'm always excited to see Marceline, obviously, but this is my least favorite Marceline episode. Yeah, I might might agree. It's just very, very typical. I've seen this dozens of times in cartoons, and frankly, even in more adult sitcom stuff. Oh, one of the people in the friend group has a bunch of jerk friends, and the jerk friends are mean and trick the main heroes, and eventually the 
protagonist of the episode, oh, realizes that their friends are actually jerks and stops them. Come on, we've seen it, right? Yeah, and I mean, it's the point of the episode, but the girl ghosts are such jerks. I just didn't enjoy watching it. I didn't enjoy watching them. And maybe there's something to be said here about, like, I don't know, if you're so removed from humanity over time, it just becomes a thing. You can be, you know, you become separated from basic empathy. I don't know. We see ghosts later in the series, and they seem a little more chill, right? Yeah, and I mean, I could make an argument that this particular what you were saying is like this is Marceline reclaiming some of her own empathy for the same reason that she didn't you know she mm-hmm. didn't have as much for the same reasons that maybe the ghosts didn't in terms of being so far removed from humanity so I guess that's something <laughs> yeah I mean I think I can make things work here because it seems to me that Marceline understandably stopped hanging out with morals as much over the, the last few centuries because hey it's got to be kind of a bummer if your friends keep dying of old age, right? But it seems like a lot of immortals in Ooh are just kind of jerks. For more evidence, let's take a look at her awful boyfriend, Ash, who we will discover the true depths of his awfulness next season. But it just seems like Marceline has a good heart, but she fell in with a bunch of kind of cruel people just because she doesn't have a lot of options for socialization. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like it from that respect. I thought it was interesting that she notes that the reason she knows them is they used to be in a gang in the underworld. Yeah, I mean, underworld as in the dead world? I would assume nitosphere. Nitosphere. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. And I guess we see her... Because at some point her dad does, like, what's the word? Take her in? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. After uh, some point after Simon, he she lives with her dad for a bit. How long? We don't really know. Okay, well, what was your favorite part of the episode, Lil Laura? Right, we got completely distracted from our usual format. Um, What was my favorite part of the episode? Hmm. Vampires can't be ghosts. It's a rock, paper, scissors thing. Dang it, Laura! <laughs> that was gonna be mine. Sorry. Uh, we can both like the same thing. Yeah, that's fair. I, I kind of like the names of the ghosts wendy georgie and boo boo and boo boo is kind of two people so does that yeah mean... what's what's the deal with boo boo i had that down too are they each named boo like what is it are, are is this a case of like one being whose souls kind of like split in to parts after death or like two two separate souls that get stuck together or I don't know. Is it possible for a person to actually have two souls in their their brain? Like, I I have a lot of questions about Boo Boo. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I think they'll remain unanswered. I don't think Boo Boo ever comes back. I also couldn't help but notice the one female ghost just had very prominent boobs. It was very distracting. <laughs> I know, and it's like, and we even were talking about this in Season Strong, it's not like we're, like, opposed to characters having breasts or even large breasts, it's just I like, don't actually dislike it. It was kind of funny as a character design. Like, it was yeah. so, so, like, so ridiculous, you kind of, it loops around, you know what I mean? I guess. I mean, and without any outside context, sure, but... I don't know. I get it. I get it. Was that Sadie's voice actress? Sure was. Katie Michucci? Katie... Michucci. She's she's also in a band, right? Uh, She's in a parody band called Garfunkel and Oates. 
Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's also, of course, Chips with her ba- bandmate, Chips and Ice Cream. Oh, I didn't know she was Chips and Ice Cream. Yes, she's. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, right. And I then... really love her voice performance. I, I'd always just, I don't know, she's got kind of a gravel to her voice that I think is a really nice texture. Especially because her voice is like so high. So it's like a high gravelly voice. It's not uh, common. Yeah, it's definitely unique. So there's a reason it immediately stood out to, to us, I think. And then uh, Boo Boo is Toby Huss, who I'm not super familiar with, but he's in a few things like King of the Hill. And then Georgie is Brian Bumgartner, a.k.a. Kevin from The Office. I really, the very start of the episode when they're like going to Marceline's cave is very like apocalyptic. Like they let themselves down from a broken highway. And I don't know, I really liked that uh, set design. I liked it too, although... That was not, I think, the way the entrance is usually portrayed, is it? No, and I was actually going to ask you about that, because I feel like, right, I've never seen that before, and we've even been to her cave a couple times already. Yeah, and it was just weird, because I assumed that they were going to come in from, like, a different direction, but it seemed like it was the usual perspective that they approached the house. It's just the weird, you know, the actual normal entrance wasn't there. So, yeah, that was just a weird little continuity error, I guess. Yeah. So... I know we, we've talked a bit about how the plot of this episode is kind of trite, and we've seen it before. But honestly, I thought Marceline's goose at the beginning, where she makes Finn and Jake think they're vampires, is pretty fun, and something that uh, Finn and Jake probably would have had a good laugh at if, you know, it hadn't progressed to murder. <laughs> yes, and we know she likes messing with people. I mean, that's a consistent uh, character choice. Right, yeah, for sure. And, uh, hey, Lumpy Space Princess in the Woods is the first time we see her there. No, it's not. It's not? No, we've seen her previously. That's, uh, like, ten episodes or so ago. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back then. Yeah, but she's been hanging there for a little while. Good to see she's got some stuff together, I guess? I guess. She has a nice little camp. She does. She got a can of beans. So good for her. I've got to admit... While I thought Marceline's jokes were mostly pretty chill, Finn and Jake deciding to wreck her camp wasn't. Right, yeah, that was rude. That was, like, mean. You went too far, boys. You went too far. <laughs> when did you go all soft? You used to like teaching people about kicks. <laughs> I, I find it funny that the ghosts in this episode are intangible, except when they're not. Right. When they can, like, shapeshift their little one leg at a time. It's pretty fun. Right. It's great. It's great. The heat signature tagline is, under the ocean, no one can hear you die. Which has got to... It doesn't even make sense! I, I think it's got to be an alien reference, I mean, right? it obviously is an alien reference. In space, no doesn't... one can hear you scream. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense, is all I'm saying. That's why it's funny. <laughs> What's a joke? I don't like jokes. <laughs> I also like, what if we turn evil? I'll have to start wearing cologne. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, you'll be old enough that you'll have to start wearing cologne sooner or later. And then uh, also the ghost's house is number 25, Blood Drive. Uh, Which made me laugh because, like, uh, this is the post-apocalypse. There aren't dresses anymore. You must have just made that specifically to be dramatic. I thought it was very amusing that last episode... Everybody was like, we can't watch, we can't watch these videotapes. They're illegal. And then this episode, they're like, we're over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they clearly decided it was too much effort, which you know what? Fair enough. 
Uh, there's some good blue blue linguistics biz. I was gonna ask if you caught everything because I couldn't even begin transcribing it all. Um, there was really only two that I caught. Uh, at one point, I think Finn says "Holy snaps!" That's awesome. And then we get our first like full sentence of linguistics biz. Finn yes. goes, "This stink ups mega bam bam to the J stop." God, like I didn't even know how to begin transcribing that. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. So. Something I also thought was kind of interesting in this episode was the question of what is Marceline's feeling on, like, turning vamps? It's got to be pretty negative, right? Right. Like, has she ever turned anyone? Certainly not in the show. Certainly not in the show. And honestly, it's left a little ambiguous about whether or not vampires have to inherently be evil and corrupted. Yeah. Because this isn't, you know, this isn't most universe's vampire rules they don't have to drink blood they can just drink red but obviously marceline was killing and hunting all those vampires for a reason which was that they kept killing a lot of humans right right so what's the deal there basically yeah it's a good question i have to think she's never turned anyone into a vampire agreed and there's got to be a reason for it we just don't get a lot of insight into these more specific mechanics of how vampires work. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a complaint on my part. I think the soft magic system in New generally works pretty well by being inexplicable, right? Sure. But yeah, it, it is It is interesting. It is interesting for our little our little vampire queen. And then a cool thing that the wiki taught me is that the go- when the ghosts are chanting, when they're about to suck the guts out of Finn and Jake. It's a backmasked message to the creative director, Pat McHale, which uh, if you play it backwards, it says, farewell, Pat. Good luck in New York. Come back soon. Aw. Yeah, that's Does sweet. he ever come back? Pat McHale. I don't know. I mean. He goes back to, uh, he goes and does over the garden wall, obviously. Right. In late 2010, he left the job, but continued to have input in the writer's meetings. He continued to be credited as part of the story writing team until he left in the middle of season five to create Over the Garden Wall. So, hmm. cool. Right. The only other thing I really have on my list is I thought, to let them die voice delivery while the ghost's face turns upside down was a pretty good uh, animation bit. Yeah. I mean, we were bagging on the episode at the beginning, but I think it's got a lot of solid details. It's just... I think both of us just feel like the overall plot, like you said, is quite trite, but still yeah. a fun episode. Yeah, I'm just very much over characters try to suck up to cool kids, quote-unquote, but the cool kids are just jerks. They don't have to literally be kids. You know what I mean. Just yeah, that yeah, of course. particular plot trope has been dead for a long time. Ha. Pun. <laughs> KK, my KK, what media rec do you have for us this week? Um, I was thinking about vampire stuff, and uh, I figured I'd say the classic interview with a vampire, the mm. uh, homoerotic adaptation of Anne Rice's novels uh, starring Brad Pitt and um, Tom Cruise. I think they're actually going to redo it with an actually like racially diverse cast, which is exciting mm-hmm. because that's definitely my biggest complaint. It's just very white as a movie. Mm-hmm. But it's a silly little you know, genre film, and if you haven't seen it, maybe this can be your sign to give it a try. 
I'm curious that you spe you specify the adaptation over the book. Uh, I haven't read or watched either, so I'm kind of interested. Is there a reason you kind of prefer one over the other? I have not read the books. I've only seen the movie. I see. All right. That explains it. <laughs> Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. We're still getting ready for the end of season two, so we'd really love to hear your thoughts. Just anything, the season in general, your favorite episodes, anything we've talked about this season of the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Send us a DM on Twitter at come along with me, where the last E is a three, or Instagram and Tumblr at adventuretimepod. Now, come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Mm-hmm.